Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Welcome back to part three of my triptych of Sneedon's Landing. If you haven't heard parts one and two yet, that's the two episodes prior to this, I talked about the Gray family and them being one of the interesting families full of interesting characters that I encountered when I lived in Sneedon's Landing as a child. And we finished the story by telling how my mom and Peter Gray dug a swimming pool in Peter's yard. Well, my mom decided, heck, if Peter could dig a swimming pool, well, by gum, so can I. So she started with her friend, Virginia, to dig a swimming pool in our backyard. Now, our backyard at least had the advantage of being level, so that was a good thing. And it was quite large for the neighborhood. So we had plenty of room. So she decided to dig this swimming pool way at the back of the yard, closest to the fence. And she dug and dug and eventually hit some terracotta piping and water started to gush out of this pipe. And she had no idea what had happened. Did she consult some kind of technical expert? Oh no. She just left it as it was. And from that point on for most of my childhood, we had a giant swampy pond in our backyard. No, it was not the glorious swimming pool that we were hoping it was going to be. It was just a stinky, swampy pond. We only found out later that these pipes were part of an old sewage system. Yes, I can hear you all going, ooh, no. <laughs> That's exactly the reaction. But nothing was done about this pond for a very long time. So the water sat around and when it rained, the pond was bigger. And when it was dry, the pond was smaller. And my brother and I, we made the most of it because it was part of the adventure of living in our house and living with our mom. In the summer times, we would take long poles and strings and we would go fishing for what we called the sewer fish. And they were long, stringy 
pieces of leaves and branches and such. And we would come home with a whole load of sewer fish, which was very silly and crazy. We were very fanciful and told lots of stories and dressed up in costumes and went on adventures when I was a kid. And in this winter time, the magical thing was that this pond froze over, of course. And because it was not very deep, it stayed frozen for most of the winter and we would skate on it. So we had our very own skating pond and at least that was a consolation prize of having this weird swampy mess in our backyard for so long. We would skate and it had a bit of a hazard because there were a lot of you know sticks and, and clumps of dirt sticking up from the from the water from the so it wasn't a beautiful pure glassy top at all but we got to be quite good ice skaters because of all of these hazards only one time i remember i was trying some kind of fancy you know what i imagined probably was a double axle of some kind and i tripped on one of these clumps of dirt that was sticking up through the ice and I fell and somehow I was much more flexible back then than I am now somehow the back of one of my skates ended up stuck in my thigh my brother freaked out and he went screaming into the house to say that I was dying and bleeding to death which of course was not the case but I pulled that skate out and when we when I limped back to the house blood streaming down my leg I peeled off my pants only to see all of this mess just coming out of my thigh and my brother was like ah oh my god you, your guts are coming out which you know anatomically speaking is completely ridiculous but <laughs> and I don't believe that I went to the hospital. These were the things that happened when I was a kid. It was like, suck it up, put a Band-Aid on it, for God's sake, you're fine. Yeah, but I have this weird circular scar from that time, and it reminds me always, first of all, of days when, you know, I could sit in lotus position, which was fabulous, but it reminds me of that time in my childhood when people dug their own swimming pools and when we had a free skating pond right in our backyard the other kids had to go all the way into the woods to find the ponds but no we had our own private skating pond and it was a magical thing i loved growing up in sneedens and i will tell you more stories of that next time this was a short one. That's okay. Little snippets of stories to maybe give you a break from whatever it is that you're working on and hopefully to give you the inspiration to go tell a child something magical that happened to you in your childhood because children love stories. And I'm going to tell you next time about Lou, who's in my introduction and why I said that these stories are also for Lou. Okay, thank you for sharing this time with me. Have a wonderful day. 
Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.